Wait, let me put lipstick on Seriously? First. I need... We've been sitting here for like 30 I minutes. Li- I have a lipstick voice. Can you hear the difference? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. And yet I waited on baby breath. You knew breath. it was coming, but you still laughed, bitch. <laughs> you didn't disappoint. Thank you. You know, I am a professional voiceover artist. I don't know if you know that. Don't laugh. No, it's true. You you did that. Um, you did the ride. You did the ride. You failed sounds the- really <laughs> sounds not positive. I I wasted were- every freaking hour of my life on hold for a Coke commercial that I didn't even get. You didn't get the Coke commercial. You didn't get you didn't get April O'Neil for Ninja Turtles. You know what, baby? I have failed a number of auditions. I'm just saying. I was with you. Because I thought you were gonna be April O'Neil. I don't know. The new Ninja there was gonna there's a Ninja Turtles reboot, and I came close. Damn it, I came close. And you didn't get it. But you know what? Um, I'm I'm still here, and that's what counts. I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this is Last Name Basis on Brick Radio. Three four corners in a triangle. Why we keep it one hundred tie optional? With a person from a dance to acting on the screen. You know who it is, man. It's Jessica Lee. He's a lawyer. She's an activist. And you're tuning to them live. This is Last Name Basis. You ready? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, you were really geeked about this. Is this song by Little Uzi? Who is the song by? Little Uzi. Little Uzi Vert? I don't know what the vert, where the vert comes in. Okay, well, I'm sure somewhere someone is offended that you have disrespected Little Uzi's name. <laughs> it's Little Uzi, Fran. Okay. Not Little. I was just trying. Lil. I was trying to show him the respect that I'm sure he deserves. Well, then you should get his name right. So yeah, you just learned about what? I don't even know if it's the song. I just know the lyric. Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. All my friends are dead. Which is just like, you're dancing and you're like, what am I All my friends are dead. All all this man's (laughs) friends are dead. Let's not push him any closer. <laughs> That's not to how. This edge. See, and I didn't think of it that way. But That's how it's I a read warning. it. I think it's a threat. It's like, look, I've got no one left, mm-hmm. so don't fuck with me. Uh, all my friends are dead. Yeah, I'll do anything. This is a really good segue into a corner that I love, and I know that you do too. What is the corner? It's everyone's favorite new segment. Oh, baby, baby. Are we already there? Yeah, well, it kind of is. How really- is this a segue to push me to the edge? All my friends are dead. <laughs> Little Uzi. Because every what is time, your baby, baby every story time the about segment this week? starts, you're like, I wanted. You're like, don't push me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All my friends no, are dead. No, okay. Look, here's how it relates. So, um, I again was searching tirelessly for a story for Oh Baby Baby, and it was really difficult because every single story was like about. Someone rare diseases. Diseases, people killing their children. I thought for this week's segment, we would do something a little bit different. We would combine the song lyrics corner and Oh Baby Baby because I don't know if you knew this about me, but I had like a brief moment where I was going to like youth group pretty regularly. Did I tell you about this? I don't think so. I had like a minute where I was. What is youth group? Like a church. It's like a Bible study, but like. For young people, and it's like cool, you know what I mean? And like there's mm-hmm. retreats and stuff, and everyone's a teenager, and like, you know, there's lots of sexual tension, but like not. But Jesus is blocking everybody. Because right, because right. God is there. Um, <laughs> and so one of the things that we would do, and like this is so nerdy, but like in retrospect, is hilarious, is we would take secular songs and try to make them into Christian songs by replacing baby with God. Oh. Um, and it actually works. And so I thought, 
why not have you use the song that inspired Oh Baby Baby and put God in place Are you of the babies in Britney Spears' Hit Me Baby One More Time. This sounds like an awful idea. I think it's a great idea. Why? Really? Yeah, just try we're it. Just being, we're just, now we're just a Christian podcast. Just try Can I replace it with my own name? <laughs> Can I go back to that method? Because I'm not feeling like it's the, not the N-word. Bible just, study youth just, group. Thing. I didn't go to youth group. I'm trying to give our audience what they want. They want some Jesus. No, they want you reading song lyrics. But here's the thing. Real talk. Last week we didn't do, oh, baby, baby. I know. And, and I was people so were upset. They, they were, were tweeting me. They were like, where'd you go? Where's my baby? My baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they wanted it to come back. So why don't you just try, just try like the first stanza. Okay. Okay. Oh, God, God. How was I supposed to know that something wasn't right here? Oh, God, God. I shouldn't have let you go. And now you're out of sight, yeah. See, it works! That does sound like some like some Bible study stuff. It does! Yeah, I... I... My loneliness is killing me, I must confess. Mm-hmm. Give me a sign, hit me God one more hit time. Hit me God, <laughs> give it to me, God. Yes, another one um, that I thought about was Do Me Baby by Prince. <laughs> Do me God. Do me God like you've never done before. Give it to me till what about that? I just can take no more. Come on, do me God. Uh, right? It works. That, I don't think that works. What about Baby Got Back? God got bad. <laughs> See, it's kind of like about, it's about like, you banging know. Banging God. It's about Jesus rising on the third day. He came back. Is that back. what that is? Yeah, that's what that one's about. Yeah. You know I'm not religious, right? I, I know, but I'm just saying, like, this is a fun thing that our listeners can do on their own time. God did a bad, bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> they probably didn't didn't encourage that one in youth camp. I personally really enjoyed you um, just kind of giving it a whirl and exploring how Hit Me Baby One More Time would translate for the youth group For your circuit. youth Bible group. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you feel uncomfortable listening to any of the hits on the radio, just replace baby or any other suggestive words or euphemisms with God. Great advice, <laughs> I guess. Why are you, I'm think sorry, the, have I you think ever the, listened to this podcast? We do nonsensical <laughs> shit all the time. That's Suddenly true, we don't make a lot of sense. You're like, whoa, why is this on the podcast? Because it's funny, babe. It's, it is a joke. Jeez, the president's just trying to fucking give the people what they want. Don't push me, Fran. <laughs> all, my, all my friends are dead. Can we go back to that? That was much more interesting. I have an, you know what? I actually have an Oh Baby Baby you do? Segment. Yes. That's you blended have... with a science corner. Oh, sort of. okay. Can you do the intro? What's the intro? Oh, baby, baby. Oh. <clears throat> oh, <shit. laughs> okay. I'm going to try it. I am okay. going to try it. Do you want me to tell you what the trick is? What's the trick? You have to attempt to sound like this is the key to a successful Britney Spears impression. Okay. Is to sound like a baby shitting and crying at the same time. Oh my God. You know, <laughs> I thought you were going to give me some useful advice. No, 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 that is it. You have to sound like you are on the verge of tears, but you're also squeezing out a loaf. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ugh. <laughs> like that. <clears throat> you can do it. Oh, 
Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> yeah? That was, I was freaking out. I sounded just like her. Baby, you even looked like you like were. Like I was shitting you myself. You were. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You looked like a little turtle. <laughs> um, okay, great. Uh, let's hear it. Okay, so they did the first study of prenatal visual perception. What does that mean? Ever. Meaning what babies can see. In uh, the womb? In the womb, yeah. So they did this study with... Oh with third trimester babies and they did it with basically with light and they created shapes to see what would draw the baby's attention. Mm. It's I really was interesting. Say, I was like, wait, did the baby fill out a survey or something? <laughs> like, I saw it's like a, a Rorschach, Rorschach test yeah. for babies. The images were like a number of fingers and the baby put up as many fingers as they oh. saw. No, not really. Okay. So basically they were like, they were treating babies like when you have a dog with like the little laser pointer. It's like a laser pointer. Yeah, it's pretty much. <laughs> except they couldn't chase come over it. Here. <laughs> they're they're a captive audience. These um. These, oh, literally captive. Yes, the baby's these, like, these let babies. me out. <laughs> what they had found previously is that is that infants respond more readily to things that look like faces, even if it's just three circles, like two eyes and a mouth. So anything that resembles a facial configuration will draw a baby's attention. Oh, wow. It makes sense, but they were wondering, is that learned because the first people they see or the first things they see are the people who- It's just like natural instinct. Have birthed them, but yes, now they're showing that in the womb, they will track the same thing even though they've never seen a face before. Wow. So it shows that it's actually instinctual that they are drawn to faces or things that look like faces. Oh, baby, baby. You are smart. Isn't that interesting? So a little science corner slash baby, baby corner slash whatever else yeah. corner. I mean, I just thought that was I thought that was cool. I don't know where that takes us, but, um, but There's you no know. joke or game in here? There's no joke, no game. There's nothing. Okay, I'm going to put up three dots and you tell me <laughs> who... <laughs> Who does you, this resemble? You're <laughs> Which of these three dots is a celebrity that you know? Well, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm trying to, um, you know, be collaborative here. You brought this interesting mm. tidbit to the podcast, and if there's a way that I can elevate it, we'll post it on Twitter. We'll post three dots, and you can tell us who it resembles. <laughs> <laughs> We haven't done a goings on about Brooklyn in a while. Play the theme song. Do it. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, what the hell is going on in Brooklyn? This is really exciting, and we're gonna, you know, change tone a little bit here because I'm actually gonna be sincere and compliment my husband. Oh, really? Ugh, yeah, I am. All right. Well, good thing we've got what three cameras. <laughs> Two microphones. Um, I'm just going on the record to say that I'm very proud of Patrick for entering his third week of not smoking cigarettes. Thank you. After somebody had to write us and, and ask us via listener letter, <laughs> is Patrick still smoking? Based on that, I would encourage people to write in all types of things like, has Patrick done his laundry? <laughs> has, when was the last time he helped out with the dishes? Has Patrick taken the dogs out? Anytime <laughs> Is he you... sticking to his diet? Because something tells me he's <laughs> not is, sticking to his what diet. What his macros look like? <laughs> How often is he getting to the gym? Which I will say, we've been going to the gym. I Heller. went once. We went more than once, babe. Oh, no. I've, I've gone like four or five times recently. I know. That's and then you good. worked so hard you couldn't take your little shirt off when you got home because <laughs> your arms were so solid. We, <laughs> we went to the gym together and it was the first time we'd gone in 
probably a year, right? Has it been a year? It hasn't been that long, but it, it had been pretty we went for Like last year, we were going months. pretty consistently before we went to Morocco, before we went to Costa Rica, you know, we're trying to get in that gym so we can look cute, you know. And I did, and then, I, and then I came back and I was like, well, I don't need this anymore. <laughs> I've got the photos from Morocco towards. and Costa Rica. We went back to the gym, and I was trying to be an encouraging, supportive spouse, and I didn't want to say anything about the fact that Patrick was overdoing it a little bit. You know, you haven't been in the gym in a while, so you get in here and you start showing now. I wasn't showing you off. I wasn't doing baby. anything. You would be like, okay, here's what weight I could do, but let me just go five pounds heavier. You know, you were throwing shit around. We were warming up. You were, like, hauling ass during our warm-up. Mm -hmm. And then even Terry said to you, he was like, yeah, you know, I didn't want to say anything, but... He's the trainer. He should have said something. Well, he said something after I said something. <laughs> and then you paid for it, because the next day you were like, I well, want... save me. Before we even got home, you were hurting. I, I couldn't extend my arms. Like, I couldn't tie my shoes. <laughs> I couldn't get my backpack on, because I... <laughs> I, I, I couldn't I reach, got that on I camera. I spices at the back of the shelf. <laughs> I mean, I just, I ate some bland-ass chicken. You had a little T-Rex arm. I did, I did, <laughs> I did. It was bad, too. My left bicep was so swollen. Yeah, it you looked, were swole AF. It looked like I was, I was jacked, but I was really just injured. I will say, though, I'm really proud of you, but I thought it was really, I mean, right. to be fair. Because you can't give a compliment without some backhanding. No, 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 no. I gave you <laughs> a compliment. Let me just tell you how, how proud of you I am that you went to the gym, no. but you injured yourself. <laughs> Whatever. I was starting the segment Don't to say what me. was going on in Brooklyn is that Patrick is not smoking. Oh, yeah, And that that's he's good. going to the gym. So he's getting his life together. So thank you to the folks at home who emailed us and put pressure on my husband that clearly I have not been able to put on him. <laughs> you don't know how much pressure a smoker takes. I had an eight-year-old kid. You had a kid? Excuse me, what? <laughs> <laughs> who, is, who is the mama? I will kill her. Don't push me to the edge. <laughs> don't. I had an eight-year-old kid on the street. This was like three or four months ago. And he turns to me, he goes, he goes, drop the cigarettes or drop your life. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I was like. That should be on a poster. Little, he probably got it from a, but he's eight. Yeah. He didn't make that shit up. You know what? He learned that in school. They did some like anti-cigarette stuff. I'm, I'm happy from for him. From the mouths of babes. But, um, but you don't understand. Like that's the kind of stuff I would take all the time. And you, and you let that eight-year-old child down for the past three months? I, I let him get away, put it that way. <laughs> I let him walk away from that conversation. And he's lucky he got Don't that. Don't threaten children, <laughs> Patrick. Don't do that. There's your old baby baby. Um, Don't cross me, child. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I also just want to give a really brief shout out. This has nothing to do with Brooklyn other than the fact that Icelandic Glacial sent four boxes of water <laughs> to our apartment in Brooklyn. And I want to say thank you to them for that. Um, it was really nice of them. You tweeted something about no, their... No, I posted on Instagram oh, okay. about one of their ads. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you saw it. They had this beautiful, dark-skinned black girl in the ad. Oh, that's right. right. I mean, she is so... Her skin is just, like, out of this world. I saw it through the window of the train. I got off the train because I was like, who is that? I need to see. And then I posted on my Instagram. And, you know, we were all kikiing, like, listen, Iceland is rapping for black girls. Like, y'all don't even have black girls. And then you have one in the ad. And I jokingly was like, yeah, I'm going to go buy some of this water. And then 
they sent us four cases of it. Patrick is a big water drinker. I don't know what it is. I just I'm sure like, everybody's supposed to be a big water drinker. Everyone drinks. It's kind of yes. Uh, technically, kind of supports all life and technically, whatnot. Technically, everyone drinks water. What I'm saying is, you are the type of person who you wake up first thing in the morning and you just guzzle a thing of water. Yes. Like you are just an avid water drinker, and I'm the type of person who's like. Can I get my coffee without any water? Like, do you need to make it with water? Like, Dry I just, it out, powder it. I'm just like, I'll just snort the shit. I'll drink it, but I need like a little crystal light up in there or like some lemon or just mm. like something because I feel like it's just, it's too plain. <laughs> I think that sounds so terrible. But it does. I, just, I don't know. It's not exciting enough for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, get some flavors or some bubbles up in there, and then <laughs> I'm interested. So they sent us this water. This is not a this is not a sponsored spot or anything. I just I just want to make that clear because it really does sound like we're pushing Icelandic. Oh yeah, we can just we can bleep out the name of the product if you want. They sent us this water, and I'm just thinking, God, what am I gonna do? Four cases of water in our living room. They went way overboard. And that shit is good. And holy shit, I have never drank water and been like, mm, this is some tasty uh, water. It was... <laughs> I don't understand how water from one company can taste better than water from another company. And I, I swear to you. It's like that. One of the ones where it tastes better than other water. I mean, I'm, I drink tap water. I mean, I've drank but I don't normally buy bottled water. Yeah, f- the only one that I can tell the difference with, and and now a f- too. When I tell you that that water is like butter, it's like smooth going it's, down your throat. Yes. After you drink it, you're like, ah, like your voice. It, I don't understand, but I swear to you, it was like we were in a commercial because we were having a whole conversation <laughs> about like how it tastes so good. I know, we push it on everyone that comes to the house. I know, we're like, have you had water before? They're like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you ain't had it like this. Yeah, I was about to say that. Not like this, you haven't. I guarantee it. And every single person's like, yeah, right. And then they're like, holy shit, this is amazing. <laughs> Can we talk, though, about your uh, sample sale addiction that you've developed over the last few months? I almost almost had a hard time starting this episode because shortly before we began recording, I got an email that there's a sample sale of Millie, which is honestly one of my top five designers of all time. And I literally, like, I'm shaking. I'm shaking because I'm so excited. (laughs) You need so, to slow down. You have you went to some other sample sale I yesterday. To, I went and you to bought like Mara Hoffman sample sale yesterday. Six jumpsuits. I some of them are they're not they're not fitting for any location. <laughs> I like bought, you can never one of them is a one set looks of like one pajamas. Looks like, it's like right, exactly. But they're maybe not pajamas. I get, maybe I get invited to a formal sleepover and I need something to wear. You know what I'm saying? I'm the type of person who likes to plan ahead. Unlike you, remember those leaves you used to dress like? No, no, remember no. those jeans with a hole that went all all the way down to your ankle. Remember that you drove a car with a hole in the floor? That's <laughs> okay, not okay. my life, okay? That's not how I was raised. I was raised to see a gorgeous, you know, onesie with a hood <laughs> and say, you know what? I it's don't know why I need friend. it, but I'm uh, gonna buy it anyway. Uh, and I'm going to welcome the opportunity for an event to present itself in my life. Is that it? Is that yeah. is that what this, you just wanna go to like a sleepover and you're putting out into the universe by buying the onesie pajama? Yeah. 
And I will show up to that pajama party and I will stunt and everyone will be like, girl, where did you get that from? And I'll say, a sample sale a year ago. (laughs) (laughs) For real though, I do have things in my closet that I bought literally years ago and I'm just waiting for the right moment to wear it because I haven't found it yet. You have an addiction. This is a problem. But baby, I you I spend need to look, way, way too I much need, money on some bizarre. I need to look. But some of the shit is bizarre shit, like Fran. What's bizarre? The form-fitting bodysuit. I'm gonna go to the gym in that. You don't. But and you, I'm gonna look like a superhero. <laughs> it inspires me to work out. There's like a starburst on the crotch right. and on the butt, and it's just like there's something about it that makes me feel like there's gonna be power coming from both of those places <laughs> while I'm doing squats. You know. And then yesterday, I I will say I again, God, I'm giving you way too many compliments this episode, despite the fact that I did spend too much of my life at the sample sale yesterday. I did a fashion show for Patrick and his best friend to show them all the things that I bought and they were very supportive. They were very supportive. And We I... didn't ask for this. We just happened to be sitting in the living room and she started coming out in outfits, walking like she's on a runway. I, our living room. And flexing. <laughs> and you did a lot of flexing. Everything I bought was sleeveless. No sleeves in this bitch. None, okay? We are about arms all day, every day. I lift too many weights and I eat too much chicken not to show off these guns, okay? But here's the thing. Yes, I do like to shop, but Uh I feel like I have an excuse of this upcoming sample sale because the conditions of this one are far more preferable than the one I went to yesterday. Uh It was a very stressful environment. You only had had 10 minutes in the fitting room. That's crazy. Because that's how many people were in there. And there was somebody outside with a timer. And as soon as you got to five minutes, she would, you know, poke her head in and she'd be like, ladies, you only have five minutes left. And and (laughs) turn off, the, the air conditioner was broken, so we were all sweating. Wedding. It was just everyone was very stressed and moving very quickly. This is how they recruit people to Scientology. I felt like I was getting roped into a cult. It was very stressful, and while I did walk away feeling successful, I need to you're cleanse broke now. my <laughs> now you're broke. We're being evicted. I need to cleanse my shopping palette mm-hmm. and the Sample sale that I will be perusing this week we'll is you. very much more like chill. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you don't know how difficult it is to change in ten minutes in a room with like twelve other girls with like boob sweat. You know what I'm saying? It was Ugh. just I know, and nothing looks good when you have boob sweat. But I persevered, Ugh. and I still got. But some then you try on like, is it just is there just boob sweat all over everything? Everything then? is yeah. You gotta wash. You gotta wash everything. I'm just telling you, the conditions of that sale, again, thank God the clothes were cute because I got in there and I was like, whew, but you do what you got to do. Did you have to do that? Yes, I did. I did. I did have to do that. And you'll have to do the next one, too. Mm-hmm. I have to. <laughs> I have to. Baby, I have formal events. I have pajama parties, pool parties, red carpets, speaking gigs. Sidewalk sales, baby <laughs> flea markets. showers, flea markets. I can't wear the same Grocery thing. shopping. Grocery shopping, nails. I already, baby, I already gave up eyelash extensions, so. 
Did you give them up, or did they just slowly fall out and you haven't replaced them I, yet? They fell out, and I haven't put them back <laughs> in. But I'm not going to. I'm giving my eyelashes a break. They are looking pretty stunted. I know. They're, they're like little. They're like little baby stump eyelashes. Okay, don't look that hard at them. I put on some eyeliner to distract you from the fact that I have no lashes. I can me. still see it. Okay, we'll stop. And behind the glasses, too. I, I, I know, noticed I that. Thought, I was like, don't notice me. Well, glasses are great because, like, I don't have to do my makeup as much, and I still look cute in them. Like, I still, I still look cute. I just put glasses on top of my face, and then, like, you don't see your face as much. No, I feel like they're just like an instant. That's been my, hey, that's been that's been my model for a very long time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and it mm, marginally works. <laughs> But is the Babadook gay? Yes, he is. That's it? It's the just B yes? The B in LGBT stands for Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> I read that online. I didn't come up with that. But when I saw it, I was like, oh, my God. Good for you for giving credit. Yes. And I saw, this, I saw this really funny meme. Okay, if you haven't seen the Babadook, it's this. Um, it's a horror film. And I will say, God, me and these compliments – this is one of the few horror films that Patrick and I watched together that Pat picked out, but I genuinely enjoyed. It was very scary. I'm slowly working you over to things that I like. I know. I just have to introduce you to them, ease you into them, find the ones that speak to it's you. It's really weird. Like, spicy I'm, food was the same way. You I'm, couldn't eat anything that was even mildly spicy. And then I just started eating things off of your plate. And then, yeah, and now you love it. I know. I. It's really weird. I'm starting to like my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. Um, I really liked this Babadook movie, so I guess we could also say that this is uh, part of I Seen Some Shit. I Seen seen Some Shit. Um, But June is Pride Month. And it apparently, is. I went to. I went yesterday. I went to Brooklyn Pride. You did. Yeah. You were just there, hanging out, I was just supporting, hanging out. letting people just know, just being supportive. Did I you bought, see the Babadook? I did not. The Babadook wasn't there actually. My um, friend Miles dressed. He up. lives in the city, and he just hates going into. Brooklyn. <laughs> He's like, I am not uh, getting on the train. Yeah. Um, my friend dressed up as the Babadook for the RuPaul's Drag Race finale. Yeah, actually. this is a thing, but uh, where did it come from? Okay, I'll tell you where it came from. So you know on Netflix how it organizes movies into different categories? Mm-hmm. Um, some guy, apparently there was like a weird glitch on Netflix and they put the Babadook in gay and lesbian titles. Oh, really? And so some guy took a picture of his Netflix screen and he was like, why is the Babadook in gay and lesbian? And then everyone was like, he's a gay icon. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you why, because he's king of the gay and lesbian community. The memes have just been so freaking funny where they're like, uh, the Babadook performed on RuPaul's Drag Race and they were like, Babadook, you have made us Baba Shook. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's so freaking funny. <laughs> it just blows my mind. I'm just like, I'm reading along. I see this title. It says, is the Babadook gay? I was like, can you leave the man alone? No, I saw. He like, lives I in s- dark spaces no, in see, corners of a house. I saw a number of articles that weren't asking. They were just like, the Babadook is your <laughs> new favorite gay icon, and he is here to slay, <laughs> literally and figuratively. He will kill you, and then he will death drop, <laughs> and you will be like, oh, shit. <laughs> I, saw I am dead. <laughs> one, one person made the point that uh, he literally 
literally wrote a book about himself just to start drama. <laughs> that, that, I thought that, I was like, I was like, okay, I can, I can see this. You know what though? I will say it also. I enjoy this meme because there are a lot of homophobes who are upset by it, and any they're like, they took our mama duck. <laughs> they were like, that was our villain. How dare you? Um, I like the idea of them being upset about it and being like, stop trying to make him gay, and it's like, stop trying to enforce your like heteronormativity on him and let him just be himself. Has anyone asked the Babadook though? I mean, he's has told anybody. He's, he has been dropping hints all over the place. <laughs> he was at Pride. Come on now. What more can you ask for? I've been having some really weird dreams. I've had two consecutive nights of really strange dreams, and I just figured I would maybe tell you about them, and maybe you can tell me what they mean. Yeah, because you know I'm like a dream encyclopedia. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why you would want my advice on this, but I'm happy. Well, because I'm happy I want, to psychoanalyze I want here. This you. This is to fun. Be part of the segment, Patrick. This is we're a duo, and I don't know if you know, but it's a collaborative effort. Tell me about your dreams. Okay, so. The thing that was kind of weird is that both of them were about travel. The first one is I was in Mexico and I used my debit card at a restaurant and then I walked out without my debit card. Mm -hmm. And then um, it was like some weird little hole in the wall in Mexico, like not in a major city or like off, it was like off the highway or something. And then by the time I realized that my card was gone, like we were too far, I couldn't go back and get it. Mm -hmm. And I was really upset about it. Because you had a sample sale coming up. <laughs> and you needed that card. <laughs> I was like, Melly! <laughs> God damn. Is that what that one even means? Your, even your dreams are first world problems. Wow, that is really, okay, well, the next one you're not going to like either. <laughs> you're like, I lost my debit card. I was horrified. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. Call Bank of America or whatever it is and get a new one. <laughs> The fuck? It was a Take dream. some initiative, friend. I didn't. I was dreaming. I couldn't change the All right, I'll tell you the meaning of this dream. You're lazy. <laughs> no, I'm not lazy. I, I was so... I traveled all the way to Mexico. I did. I did on my own. Okay, so the next one, another travel dream. So again, baby, look at the symbolism here. Maybe okay. this means I'm something, looking. okay? I was traveling from somewhere. I don't know where, but I had a layover in this giant airport, and I somehow lost my carry-on bag with all of my clothes in it and I was really scared and I was running all over the airport looking for it. I ended up missing my connecting flight because I was running around and then when I realized I had missed my connecting flight, it turned out that I had been holding the bag the entire time. Oh, really? <laughs> like, I had the bag on my shoulder, and I just, like, didn't realize it. But then I lost my purse. Huh. And then I asked these little children to help me find my purse. I've had dreams actually very much like this. But you I was have? sleeping in an airport when I had the dreams. Oh, that's really weird. Well, yeah. one of the kids that I asked to help me find my purse had her fingers stuck in a vent. I hmm. don't know what that means. And then I ran into a friend from high school, and I was asking them for help, but they ignored me. Unbelievable. So what does that mean? Well, I'm going to go ahead here, and I'm not at all Googling this as I say it. <laughs> but I believe that luggage is actually a symbol a of, your, of your own karma. Oh. And that it's a good symbol in a dream, unless you lose it. 
But I, oh, I, but that's the thing though. I thought I lost it, but it turns out I had it with me the entire time. But then I, I lost my purse. But then you lost your purse, which is even more personal. Ooh, personal. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing this. <laughs> You know, you have a personal item, yeah. cluster carry-on. I think I it shows that. that you were so concerned about something that was less important to you Ooh. that you lost the thing that was more important oh to you. Oh, my God, baby. Yeah. I am shook. Yeah. Baba what shook. <laughs> what about my friend that I ran into that was ignoring me? Um, I was trying to ask them for help Okay, the if they're going to ignore you, ignore them. Yeah, so I you should... You don't need people like that in your dream life. So I should definitely unfriend them on Facebook. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Was that a real person? Yeah. And I'm just going to sing, all my friends are dead, and then, like, unfriend him. And then if he asks for why, I'll be like, you know why. You know why. You wouldn't help me find my purse. You were in that dream. I had a really similar dream where I was chasing children who were stealing my luggage um, all night. I was actually sleeping. Oh, because you were at the airport. In an airport. I was traveling internationally. Maybe they heard that you were still smoking, and they were like, lose lose the cigarettes or lose your luggage. (laughs) (laughs) Or lose your luggage. Well, if you have a dream, <laughs> do you have a dream? <laughs> you should send it to us. <laughs> Maybe this will be a new corner. We can we can psychoanalyze people based on one dream submission. I like that. Yeah, I think that'll be really fun because people people like to send us all their relationship drama, but why not send us your sleep drama and we will get to the bottom of it. Let's do some Florida Man! I'm ready. Florida Man. If you are new to our podcast, Florida Man is a fun game segment corner where I pull headlines about Florida men, sometimes Florida women, and Patrick has to guess which one is the fake headline, and we're not just crapping on Florida. We are actually real-life Florida people born and raised. Are you ready, Patrick? I'm ready. Okay, Uh, I'm really into making themes now. So um, this week's Florida Man theme is um, calling 911. Calling 911. Yeah, I don't have like a That is like the theme of Florida. I know. Everybody calls 911 for useless things, and every Florida man in uh, this week's segment has called 911 for something. There are five headlines, okay? I'm ready. Number one, Florida Man calls 911, asks to be deported. I think I read that headline. Number two, Florida man makes a fake 911 call for a ride to Hooters. I think that's probably true. Number three. Wait, do Hooters still exist? Yes, they do. I heard they were changing their image. They were trying to dress it up. Mm, Now they're going to be called Eagles. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about people with women wearing glasses. Um, Okay, number three. Florida man butt dials 911 while cooking meth. Yeah, that that happens like on the regular in Florida. Number four, Florida man calls nine one one to report missing butt plug. That sounds like it might have been your creation. And number five, Florida man calls nine one one just to test response time. Hmm, I believe that. I think the missing butt plug is the one that you. I I don't think you did. I think you know that that would lure me because I would make up something like that. But mm-hmm. I think it's the ride to Hooters. So you believe that the Hooters... I think the fake headline is the Florida man calls 911 for a ride to Hooters. You are wrong! Motherfucker. The butt plug was the fake one! Damn it! I knew it sounded wrong, but you... Yes! 
I didn't, I just. Yes, and you know how I threw you off? This is like reverse I put, psychology. I put two butt headlines next to each other. That's the not how you threw dial, me off. The butt dial and then the butt plug. That's not how you threw me off at all. I did. <laughs> that's not, but that had no impact somehow, on my decision. Somehow you got thrown off. <laughs> and that's what counts. And you know what? You came yeah. way close. And I, had I, to, I knew it yo, sounded I fake. Had to, I had to use God. my acting skills because inside I was like, oh my God, he's on to me. He's going to get it right. And the funny part was your acting skills were just you glazing over <laughs> and trying really hard to keep a steady face. Congratulations. You don't want to do the you don't want to do the 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 gay brown bears? Mm, I mean if you want to. I mean I just have nothing. I'm just going to keep moving them over to the next. Yeah. Week's I don't really know anything about them enough list. to say anything. There's not really much to know. There's two bears in Croatia and they've been blowing each other <laughs> relentlessly. Animal corner. Animal corner. So there's two bears, two brown bears that are in a zoo in Croatia. Um, and they're both male. There's a female bear that's sort of on the side, but she has no role in she their relationship. She she doesn't <laughs> even seem to be watching. I don't actually know what she does. Um, she takes care of herself. Okay, good for her. Uh, but these bears are taking care of each other. <laughs> and, and, and they reported that over the course of 116 hours, they engaged in fellatio 28 times. Wow. That is a lot of fellatio. I feel like they could teach people a lot about what it takes to keep a relationship going. I know. I'm, I'm reading this, and I'm, like, fascinating about what this says about, you know, like, the nature of blowjobs. Also, why am I jealous of these two bears in a zoo in Croatia? Like, how do I get to be a bear in a zoo in Croatia? Like, Ew, <laughs> baby, that is so foul. Please bleep all of that Half out. the people listening right now are like, God damn. You were like, oh. Bears are getting some. This says a likely explanation is that the bears were orphaned at an early age. And so yeah, that so means that they that they are like doing it with each other. Yeah, so they've witnessed this phenomenon. Maybe you put in pictures of them <laughs> loving each other. I told Why you. did you need to put I believed the story. I just scrolled down and I was like, oh my in case, god. In case you thought we were making all this up. They're not really that graphic. They're the graphic enough that I wish that I hadn't seen them. <laughs> And they're like they're like step one, step two, step three, step four. They are labeled as if it's like uh, instructive. There's like a little post-coital first like cuddling. First, have one bear roll onto its back. Oh my god! They so, are spooning in the last frame, which is sweet. Yeah, no, good for them. I I support them. I just don't. I don't. I feel uncomfortable like looking in. Like, did they consent to these photos? Like, this is clearly not. They're in a zoo. Right. They're like, we don't even want to fucking be here. So something about them being orphaned is why they're doing this? Oh, they're suggesting that they develop these habits because they were separated from their mothers at early ages mm-hmm. and didn't get the benefit and complete the cycle of suckling uh, at their mother's breast. That sounds homophobic as fuck, though. I don't know. It didn't say whether or not they were also interested in women. Mm-hmm. Such that or the, maybe like, this they're is not even necessarily... sexual. Maybe this isn't even a sexual thing for them. 
Well, <laughs> like, did you see that third frame? His leg is twitching. Let me show you the gif. No, um, I'm just saying, like, I'm I've never been a bear. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it's. Different. I don't know either. Maybe it's different for them. That's what they were speculating. But they found that in brown bears, at least, when they've observed this particular behavior, and it's not commenting. Well, that's the other thing. Why the fuck does it matter that they're brown? That is racist. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like some troll is like, of course you would make it about race or brown bears is that a like a bears i don't know okay i'm, I'm just, just talking about brown bears because these are these are brown, these bears. Are brown bears and you want to yes. make sure that no one unfairly labels white bears black bears, black bears polar bears koala bears koala bears dogs that look like bears mhm mhm men with beards that are a little thicker <laughs> those are also called bears oh, i know Thank you would you. technically be considered a bear did you know that i'm halfway to getting 28 blowjobs in 116 <laughs> hours. I'm I'm working on it. Ew, Patrick, you didn't have to put those together. Bleep, you did it. Bleep that out. <laughs> Anytime I feel uncomfortable, just throw a bleep in there. Yeah, I don't think that the speculation that they were doing it because of their early orphan status mm-hmm. was commentary on homosexuality. Oh, okay. In, uh, it was just bears. like about how they're like, but they're I think it was about the oral fixation oh. and like the need to find something to suck on, and they found something to suck on. I think, mm-hmm. and, and who knows? Maybe one was like, "Yo, I'm I'm actually gay, and this is working for me." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I don't. I don't. This is serious animal corner stuff. This is our second LMB deep dive. <laughs> the bears also sent in their dreams for us to psychoanalyze. <laughs> That's gonna happen on the next episode. Anyway, I thought it was interesting, Um, and uh, you're welcome. Let's do a little bit of listener letters. If you would like to email us, you can do so at lnbpodcast. We would love to hear from you. This week's letter comes from playing myself, question mark. I've been in a friends with benefits situation with this guy for the past year. He's in an open relationship and his girlfriend is okay with it and everything. A few months into it, he offhandedly said to me that in April, he was thinking he would break up with her and was hoping to seek out a monogamous relationship. How nice of him. He has like dates set up for himself. <clears throat> and he <laughs> He's stated, got goals. He's making lists. Exactly. He's, um, he's planning things out in his little journal. He stated that if things with us were still good, he'd be interested in that with me. At the time, I disregarded it, but at this point, I'm starting to develop feelings for him. He hasn't broken up with his girlfriend yet, and I don't think it's fair of me to expect him to, regardless of what he previously said. At this point, what should I do? I don't know if I should bring it up and tell him how I feel or if I need to leave the situation altogether. Love the podcast so much, and thank you in advance. Hmm. So basically, he told her that he might break up with this girl, but then he didn't. And now she's like, okay, I kind of want to be with him, uh, yeah, but he's this still is, with his girlfriend. I, I don't know. The, something bugs me about this. And I think it's that the way all of this was communicated sounds really casual. I mean, she said that she knew that he was in an open relationship and right. that she, the girlfriend, has been okay with him being in a friends with benefits situation because it's an open relationship. So clearly right. they have set boundaries for what they're interested in, I think, it has been casual this whole time. I mean, that's what no, no, the no. point I mean, of friends I mean, with benefits, I don't, right? No, no, no. I don't mean like the casual sex. I mean the 
casual nature of how he was like, you know what? I'm thinking I'm probably thinking, by April I'm going to move up on. With this girl. Yeah, get, maybe get something monogamous. Have you, you were just you around? That? You yeah, around? What's you your April that? look like? <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's. That's how it we're reads. Not scheduling to me. brunch. Right. It's not. It doesn't sound like a like, a, like he's like, really serious. He's motivated by some sort of feelings. Um, for the for the writer of this, yeah, writer. maybe you it know? sounds it like just, he just wants to change it up. But who knows? That could just be the the way that this is worded. I think though, if you you know if you're into him and he's in an open relationship, but and she wants. It sounds like she wants this to become like more serious, like because right now it's a friends with benefits. Yeah, thing. and he expressed interest in that. And like, let's face it, I don't want to say like all's fair in love and war, but you are in some sort of relationship with him. It might not be monogamous, and if you guys want to take that to the next level and like. Girlfriend that's gets what the boot. Then but that's I think fair. That, but I think that what she's saying is, should she bring it up? Because yeah, clearly, that's what I'm saying she should. Yes, if that's what she wants, and they're already in some sort of relationship. Tell yeah, them that. I don't know. I think I think you have to one think about what you want, but then you also have to think about like the possibility that it sounds like if he's been in an open relationship. Is he ready for a mon- like? Can he be monogamous? I don't really know. Like it sounds like he's toying with the idea, but then he's not really getting serious about committing to it. And so I yeah. would be a little worried. Like he can't even commit to the notion of commitment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you set a date, and then you just let the date pass, and you're like, ah, whatever. It's fucking June. That's what I'm saying. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds like he's maybe not really ready for a monogamous relationship, and. If that's what you want, it sounds like he wants different things. And so, yeah, bring it up to him. But I think also be willing to accept that it just might not work out and you need to move on. Yeah, um, I wouldn't stay in the relationship with him if he's continuing an open relationship where you guys are friends with benefits, but you have strong emotions for him. Yeah, I would. I would. For your sake, I would. I would probably cut that off because you're going to drive yourself crazy um, and get yourself hurt. Yeah, that seems like the most likely outcome. I think bring it up to him, but like if he's not ready to get serious and like be in a monogamous relationship, and that's what you want, then you need to like cut it off. You're not going to change him, and clearly he's not serious about it enough that he was going to stick to his own time line, which I, again, I still think is very weird that he was like, I think I'll break up with her this time. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> that is just, that's very weird. And to that point, you don't want to get in a relationship with someone who looks at relationships that way because maybe you get into a monogamous relationship with him and then he's like, uh, you know, I think I'll stay in this till November. Like, that kind of makes me a little yeah. uncomfortable. Right. It doesn't seem like he's really serious about finding one person and settling down. And yeah. that's okay. Not so, everyone wants that kind of relationship. Right. So if girlfriend was April, you don't you don't want to end up being August. Exactly. <laughs> that's when it starts getting a little chilly and you want to make cuffing sure. season. Maybe that's when you make your move, right before the winter months. You know, she's less likely to go out. You know, people aren't scantily clad. They're all covered in their heavy coats. Mm, Fall is not cuffing season. Winter. Winter. What wait till winter then? Mm, I don't know. She's she is going to be wasting precious time if she's waiting around for winter for this dude. Just like you know, let him know how you feel and be like, if you want to be in a monogamous relationship with me, let's let's figure it out. If not, that's fine. We should go our separate ways because it's just gonna make things more awkward. And if you're the one having all of the serious feelings and he's not, like you're the one that's gonna suffer in the end and you're the one that's going to get your heart broken and you don't need that girl go out and live your life <laughs> All right. get yourself to a sample sale <laughs> that'll cheer you up I can get you on a mailing list <laughs> that will make you feel good five 
to seven days a week. <laughs> Stay hydrated with that <laughs> spring water. Bleep that name out because they have not paid for product placement. Well, we hope that things work out. Please email us and keep us updated. And again, if you would like to reach out to us, you can email us at lnbpodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet us using the last name basis hashtag or you can tweet us individually at Cheska Lee. A tie optional. Because we want to know what you thought of this week's episode. And before we go, we have some super exciting housekeeping stuff. Yeah, we're going to be at PodCon in Seattle December 8th to 9th. Uh, you can check it out on podcon.com for tickets. We'd like to see that we already got some people saying that yeah. they were coming just to we see so us and excited. hang out with us. We are going to do a live taping of Last Name Basis with an audience. Um, and don't worry if you cannot get to Seattle for PodCon. You could actually listen to a live stream. They have an option for you to pay a fee and then they'll give you a link so that you can listen to our live taping or any of the other podcasts that are going to be there. Welcome to Night Vale is going to be there. Oh, that's awesome. My brother, my brother and me is going to be there. They actually worked on Very putting awesome. um, PodCon together. They gave us a shout out on their podcast, yeah. which is really cool. Um, and if you can't make PodCon, we're looking into doing our own live yes. show here in New York City. We are and we're working, planning for yeah. sometime, hopefully in November, but we'll have more details on that Yeah, so definitely make sure that you are following us on Twitter so that you can stay up to date with all of our cool things because, you know, last name bases us on that glow up tip. We having a good 2017, right? That's right. Um, and... Because we're trying to be super professional, please make sure to rate us on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And if you have a few extra seconds to give us a little review, we would absolutely appreciate it. Um, Because, again, we're trying to be professional and get the word out there and just, you know, spread a little last name basis goodness. That sounds gross. We're trying to just, you know, do stuff. So, uh, yeah, please hit us up and we will see you or, no, fuck. We're not going to see you. We won't see you. We never see you. This is... We have no idea what you look like. I don't know what you... I would How long not... has this been going on? And we wouldn't be able to recognize you in a crowd. Well, it's an open relationship and we're going to keep it that way. I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this was Last Name Basis on Brick Radio. Funny for Snapchat. I have nothing funny to say for Snapchat. Why? You can't just start filming somebody and go say something funny for Snapchat. That is garbage. Yeah, you can. No, you can't. I'm, I'm gonna do it to you. Right now. <laughs> say something funny. Work that way. Say something funny. <laughs> you gonna put me on your Instagram story? Because <laughs> I'm not on Snapchat. I'll find a place for you. I'll put you on. I'll put you on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Put you on MySpace. Put you on Vimeo. What's Vimeo? <laughs> Which one is that? LinkedIn. I get you on LinkedIn. Give you a review so you can get a job. (laughs) I'll give you endorsements. This is all good (laughs) podcast material. (laughs)